How are we all doing today? Yeah. And that the sun come out. We just sang a song. The sun comes up and the new day dawning. And when they sang that, boo, the sun actually popped through the clouds again. But uh, listen, uh, we're going to be very short today. I promise. Uh, I promise. On the word of God, okay? I'm, I got my clock on to be about 20, 25 minutes. And, uh, and then afterwards, we got one more song. And then we've got a barbecue. They're going to be grilling. And we'll be, hopefully we'll be grilling and chilling when this is all over. And, uh, but, man, thank you for coming today. And uh, if this is your first time with us, it's good to see you. We're so glad that you're here. Uh, as you came, I like to say come in, but as you came out or over here, um, you should have received that program. In your program, there is a, a connection card. And we just want you to take a minute, fill that out, let us know about your visit today. And uh, we're just out here, we do this every year on Memorial Day weekend. And every year, we have been lucky to be outside. We've been doing this now for eight years. Um, and God has blessed us every year. So uh, sometimes a little bit warmer uh, than normal. But this is actually very, very good. You just if you're in the sun a little bit, I understand. a little warm. And if you have to, for whatever reason, you will not be being rude to me. I totally understand if you need to get up and walk back to the back row. I see all the back row people back here today. Yeah, they're back there. All right. All right. And so you guys are the brave people right here. All right. Let's, yeah. Let me hear up here. Amen. Yeah. All right. Y'all back there. Y'all up here. And there's a big rift right in the middle. We're not split, okay? We're a happy church. All right. We really are a happy church. We're not really split like this normally. Next Sunday, we'll be back inside. And, uh, of course, in a couple of weeks, in two Sundays from now, we're going to talk more about this next week and how this is really going to affect all of us. But in two weeks, in two Sundays, uh, we won't be coming in the store no more because they're going to start ripping up the parking lot and the school got a major renovation, a major add-on to this whole thing. So this will be the last time we'll ever have an outdoor service right here because next year, Lord willing, there'll be a building right here. And, um, but it'll be nice when it's all done, and we'll explain what that is in a few weeks. Um, next Sunday, we'll, we'll show you more information, how you get in, where, how it affects everything. But we're still having church, and uh, not stopping us from having church. Um, it's good to see several people here. I just want to make a highlight. Several people that have been sick, um, that have been going through um, just a Real tough trial in their life. It's good to see John Beard. He's been going through chemo every month. And first time I've seen you here at church in four or five months. Tom Robinson back here. Raise your hand, Tom. Tom had surgery about four months ago. First time he's here and uh, able to get out. It's also good to see David Lesser, who had a major surgery about three weeks ago. And uh, removed a big tumor right off his back spine. Thank God they got all of it, and he's walking a lot better. Good to see Karen Floyd over here had surgery. Many of you here today coming out and, uh, and being here with us. Others I may have missed, but we're glad that you're here. Also, I want to recognize another group of people here, because this is Memorial Day weekend. Uh, we, do want, we want to honor those who have served, are serving, or have served in any capacity of any of our U.S branches. If you've served or you are currently serving, will you do me a favor 
and please stand for just a minute. If you have served or you are serving, thank you. Thank you. You guys and ladies may be seated. Thank you for your service to our country. Also, I recognize another group of people because they're, they, their sacrifice is just as much in a lot of different ways. If you are a mom or a dad or a spouse or you have a parent that served or have served, will you stand up too? Because we want to recognize you as well. If you have a mom or dad or a parent, thank you guys. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. You may be seated. But today, uh, we're going to be talking about uh, the price to pay. The price to pay. And um, if you've got your handout notes, there's a handout notes inside. I've got all your verses that you'll need. It's right there. I want to talk about a price to pay. There's always a cost. There's always a price to pay to do something great for God. Uh, we just recognize people that pay the price. And some, you know, all gave some, but we all know this, and that's really the true meaning of Memorial Day weekend, is some literally gave to all. They sacrificed their life. They paid the ultimate price. And it's always a price to pay when we want something great from God. You show me anyone in the Bible who did anything significant for God, and you'll see that that person paid a price. That person paid a price. I mean, first of all, we can really start with the man named Jesus. Jesus, for, for him to be the Messiah of the world, the Savior of the world, he had to pay the price. Pay the price. I want to look at Philippians chapter 2 very quickly. And I want you to see the price that he had to pay. He said in verse number 5, your attitude, and talking about us, should be the same as Christ Jesus, who being in the very nature of God, did not consider equality with God something to be grasped, but made himself nothing. He paid the price. He made himself nothing. The God of the universe, the King of kings, the Lord of lords, made himself to be nothing. He took the very nature of a servant being made in human likeness. I mean, he sacrificed the comfort of, of heaven. He had to... The, the world is his footstool. And he swapped places, and he became the footstool for a world that didn't really care. That was just going their own way, living their own life. And he became a servant. And being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient to death. He paid the price. Even death on a cross. He said, therefore, God exalted him to the highest place and gave him the name that's above every name. To get to this place, Jesus had to pay a price. 
to be the place where he is the Messiah that we worship today, he had to pay the price. He said that at every name, that at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow in heaven and earth and under the earth. And every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God, the Father. You know, Jesus didn't say, hey, I'm the Son of God. I'm the Messiah. I'm entitled. Give me worship. Jesus didn't do that. He went to the cross and he paid the price with his life. In fact, right before the cross, the night before he was betrayed, the last time he was a free man, before he was taken as a prisoner and executed on a cross, he was in the Garden of Gethsemane, and he prayed for God's will to be done. In fact, Jesus was literally praying for, for God to give him a detour of the cross. He said, is there another way to save mankind? Is there another way to skip the cross? If, if there's a way to do it, God, let's make that happen. Because the cross and everything that had to do with it, and most importantly, the sin of the world being put on me for the first time ever, the sin of the Son of God would become sin of the world. If there's another way around that, let's make that happen. But God never responded. God never said, hold on, let me figure out plan B. No, this was the plan from before the beginning of the world. Before mankind even showed up, God knew that this was the way that had to be done. And Jesus cried out, not my will, but yours be done. He's praying, and he's dripping drops of blood. He's praying. Now think about that moment, the Garden of Gethsemane, if you want to take notes. The word Garden of Gethsemane literally means olive press, olive presses. It was the place where olive trees were all over, and they had pressed all over this garden where they would press the olive juice, the olives, and make olive oil out of these olive fruits. And, and so yeah, that's what it means. It's olive press. And the word oil, if you're taking notes, it means anointing. Anointing. The power of God. That's what the anointing. When God comes on your life, when God begins to move in your life, to take you to a place where you've never been, that word anointing, every time you see the word oil, it's a picture of God's Holy Spirit anointing in your life. You see, before Jesus died, he went through Gethsemane. He went through the olive press. And here's my point. Your greatest oil, your greatest anointing of your life is after you are pressed. It's after you are broken. It's after you paid the price. And said, God, here I am. And God, please break me. And it's when you are broken that God can begin to use you in a way that you and I can never imagine. If you want to do something great for God, it's going to cost you something. You have to break. And Jesus broke. But in order for God to use him, he had to be broken. You had to be broken. Here's the main point today, and we're going to go back to this a couple of times if you're taking notes. The price to pay is always worth the rewards. The price to pay 
it always worth the reward. It may not look like it's worth it in the moment, but trust me, it's always worth the rewards. Let's talk about the price. Talk about the price for a minute. Let's look at some people in the Bible that took the price. I think of Noah. God told Noah to build a big boat, an ark. God didn't build it for him. Noah didn't say, well, God, I am 500 years old, and I've been drawn from my retirement for quite some time now. I'm kind of in retirement mode. Can you get somebody else to do this? No. Noah, he paid the price. He paid the price. Abraham, the father of, of a great nation, the father of Israel. And the Bible says in Genesis chapter 12 that his name will be blessed, that he will be a blessing to the entire world. But Abraham had to pay the price. He had to sell everything he had. He had to move from his family and go. God just told him to go. God didn't tell him where. God said go, and he went. You know, you just didn't pack up and leave in that time period. It's not like today we can find a hotel, you know, anywhere we go or find a, or find a place to stay. He went, and he left, and he didn't know where he was going. He didn't have a GPS. He didn't have AAA to call. He just went, and he was willing to pay the price. Nehemiah, he didn't show up and say, you know, I've got this great idea for a wall to be built around Jerusalem. No, he showed up with a shovel in his hand, and he said, I've got a great idea to build a wall around Jerusalem in 52 days, and I'm willing to pay the price. The Apostle Paul, you said, man, the Apostle Paul, I mean, he's a great Christian. He, mo- he wrote most of the New Testament. But he had to pay the price. Every time he entered into town, they beat the crud out of him. They threw him in jail. And he ultimately, he paid the price with his life. The early church. You see, you don't see them sitting around, man, we don't have a lot of money. You know, the government's always after us. They didn't do that. No, they had three things. They had the Word of God. They had the Holy Spirit. And they were absolutely convinced that Jesus Christ had rose again from the dead, and that's all they needed. And they said, hey, we're going for broke. And most of them lost their lives because of it. They paid a price. So you and I need to understand this. There's a price to pay in your marriage. There's a price to pay in your marriage. When I was a single pastor, I've shared a story a lot of times at the weddings that I do. I had a single pastor, come, you know, a lot of these singles come to me. And especially the guys. They come to me and say, Pastor Scott, I'm looking for a low-maintenance woman. <laughs> I just kind of look at him funny. I say, you don't know what you're talking about. There's no such thing as a low-maintenance woman. There's no such thing as a low-maintenance marriage. It takes work. It takes work. And there's a price to pay. But the price to pay is always worth the reward. It's always worth the reward. Husband, wife, you've got to work at it. You've got to work at it. Some of you feel like you want to give up and throw in the towel. You've got to pick up that towel and say, you know what? We're not going to give up. I'm going to keep working at it. I'm going to keep working at it. There's a price to pay at your job that you're at right now. There's a price to pay. You want a paycheck? 
It, it could have cost you something. There's a price to pay. There's a price to pay at Lake Point Church. There's a price to pay. We're going to pay the price for the next nine months. We're going to have construction mess everywhere. But I promise you, it's always worth the reward. God will always work through us. It's not going to stop us because the church is more than a building. The church is the people. The church is me and you. Some of us, we, we've sacrificed already for the building campaign. We're, we're paying the price because we know that one day it's going to be worth the reward. We don't know when. We don't know how long, but we know it's worth it. And one day we'll look back and say it was worth every tears. It was worth every struggle. It was worth every sacrifice. It was worth it. It was worth it. It takes a price. There's a price to pay at Lake Point Church. There's a price to pay at any church you go to. Every church has to go through something like this. But this is worth it because we believe that there's something bigger than us, something that's bigger than ourselves, that there's a community of people all around us that are lost, that don't have a relationship with Jesus Christ. And we have the message of hope. I believe that the hope of the world is in the church. We've got the message of hope. We've got the gospel of hope. And we do no good to keep it to ourselves. We have an opportunity, and it is our job to spread the news, to spread the gospel. That's what we're called to do. That's what we're called to do. But there's a price to pay. Price to pay. Listen, we're paying the price, my wife and I. We, we, we sacrifice. I'm not, you know, every sacrifice was different. But we sacrifice. We thought we'd be able to go to our annual trip for Florida, but we said, you know what, this year we're not doing that. We sacrifice. We're going to do some trips around Michigan. We've got a family cabin. It's free to go to the family cabin. Now, we just have to get gas to get there. You know, but it's worth it. We'll look back and say, we're so glad that we stepped out in faith. We're so glad that we took a sacrifice for the glory of God. There's a price to pay in your spiritual walk with God. There's a price to pay to grow in your walk. You know, your spirituality will not happen by accident. You're not going to one day wake up and say, Ooh, I feel spiritual. I feel like I'm in the Lord right now. It just doesn't happen. There's a price to pay. It's discipline. It's taking the time to open your Bibles and, and reading God's Word, not just on Sunday when you go to church, but every day where you spend time in God's Word. Reading God's word, praying, getting on your knees before God and praying, asking God for wisdom, for direction in your life. There's a price to pay in your spiritual walk. There's a price to pay. Listen, your kids need to know that there's a price to pay, but it's always worth the reward. Mom and dad, we've got the opportunity to put it on display what it looks like to live with discipline and sacrifice and to walk with God. It takes time. You might miss it. Uh, an hour of Netflix shows. Turn it in and say, God, I want to spend time on your word. I'm not saying you can't watch TV. You can still do that stuff, but so many of us, we're out of balance. We're out of sync in our spiritual walk with God. Let me, let me say this, because I might step on some toes here. 
We're outside, okay? So just forgive me. We're outside, you know. I said whatever I want to say, right? I'm going I'm to speak God's word because I feel God is really telling me what he's telling me right here. But there's a price to pay. And some of us, we allow sports to get in the way on Sunday morning. I'm talking about season. You know what, God? You know, we're going to be gone for three, four months. Little Johnny, little Becky's in a football league. They're in a basketball league. But you know what? We've got to be gone. We'll be back, though. And I said, what kind of message, parent, are you sending to your kids? Basically, what you're saying is that church is not as important. Man, it got quiet in here. He <laughs> said, so, well, Scott, you know, little Johnny might make it to the NFL. Hey, listen, there's a price to pay. And there's something a whole lot bigger on display, a whole lot bigger than temporary life accomplishment. We're talking about eternity hanging in the balance. You talk to the mom and dad who kids are gone from the home, grown up, and they're out of church, and they'll tell you, man, I wish. God, I wish, I wish, I wish I didn't let my kids out. I wish we were faithful. That's in the wrong message. That's in the wrong message 20 years later. They regret. I challenge you. I challenge you. I challenge you to pay the price. Just always. Underline that in red. You can mark it however you want to mark it. It's always, always worth the reward. That's good preaching. Amen. I'll take it. The price is always a sacrifice. Sacrifice. I've used this definition before. Sacrifice means to give up something you love. And we all love something. But something that you love a whole lot more. That's what sacrifice is. It's not sacrifice if you don't like something. Ah, that's easy to get rid of. But something you love for something you love a whole lot more. Where you are now and where God wants you to be depends on the pain, depends on the price that you are willing to pay. Where you are right now in this life and where God wants you to be over here in this little segment of time depends on the price that you're willing to pay. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 1 and 3. I want to read it from the message translation. It said, do you see what this means? All these pioneers who blazed the way, all these veterans cheering us on, it means we better get on with it. Strip down and start running. Sacrifice. You got to get rid of the stuff that's holding you back. Pay the price and start running and never quit. No extra spiritual fat, no parasitic sin. Keep your eyes on Jesus who both began and finished this race that we're in. Study how he did it. He paid the price because he never lost sight of where he was going. That exhilarating finish in and with God, he could put up with anything along the way, the cross and the shame, whatever. And now he's there. Jesus saw where he was and where he had to be and all depending on the pain that he was willing to endure. He paid the price, and now he's there in the place of honor. He's made it to where God wants him to be. He's right alongside God. And then he said this, 
when you find yourself flagging in your face, go over that story again and again and again. Remind yourself, item by item, of what Jesus did and what he suffered. He was willing to pay the price. And so when you do that, that will shoot adrenaline into your soul. Matthew 10, 39. Whoever finds his life will lose it. And whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. If you're taking notes to gain, you must first lose. To gain it, you must first lose it. Remember, the price to pay is always worth the reward. What you think the reward should be does not always line up with the reward that God had for you. But his ways are always better. God's plan for your life is always better. If you think, well, I'm going to make a sacrifice today, I'm going to give my offering, and I'm hoping that my reward is God will multiply it ten times, it may not be what God has in mind for you. But it's always worth the reward because God's plan and God's ways are always better than our ways. Philippians chapter 3 and verse 8. What is more, I consider everything a loss compared to the surpassing greatness of knowing Christ Jesus, my Lord. Paul says, man, I've, I've lost it all. I've paid the price. I mean, the apostle Paul was on top of the food chain. He had everything going for him. He was the hunter, not the hunted. And he gave his life to Christ and he lost everything. People that he thought he was his allies turned against him. They tried to kill him. He says, I have lost all things, but I consider those things rubbish that I may gain Christ. God's ways are so much better than our ways. So many people miss out on the payoff because you're along that journey of life and you give up. You quit paying the price. You say, man, I don't see what's in it for me. First of all, what's never in it for you. It was always in it for God, for his glory. But God's plan is perfect. And his price is all, the price to pay is always worth the rewards. This weekend, we celebrate, or we remember. I don't want to say celebrate because it's really more of a remembrance. As we think about those who paid the ultimate price. And we're, we're, we're living in the rewards. We're living in that. We were, you know, some of the people that gave their life for a country never saw the life that we're living now. It didn't stop them. It didn't stop them because they knew that generations upon generations would benefit from, the, from their price that they paid. But I also want to think about Jesus. He paid the price. He paid the price. He died on the cross for your sins. He died on the cross for my sins. He gave his life. He didn't have to, but he did. And he did it so that we could experience eternal life. The price to pay is always worth the reward. If you're here today, you don't know Jesus. If you don't have a relationship with God today, I beg you to ask him to come into your life and to be your Lord and Savior. He died so that you didn't have to. 
so that you can experience eternal life. Our Heavenly Father, we love you and we thank you. We thank you for those who gave your life for our country. We thank you. Most of all, we thank you for sending your son Jesus to die on the cross for our sins. You gave your life so that we didn't have to spend eternity in hell. We could live in eternity with you in heaven. The price to pay is always worth the reward. God, I pray that no matter where we're at in our spiritual walk with you, God, I pray that we'll be willing to take the next step and to pay the price. Because at the end of the day, it's all about you. It's all about your name. It's all about your glory. And so, God, I pray as we sing this last song, as we worship you, God, I pray that we will focus on the price that we need to pay. God, help us to speak to our hearts on the things that we need to do and to pay that price. But help us to see that in the long game, it's always worth the reward. In your name I pray. Amen. Let's all stand and sing.